I'd never had anybody direct me like she had. She just stood behind me and was like, that person, that person, that person. That. Wow. And so I was constantly like, and I was on, on edge, just freaking out all the time. Yeah. And just, you have somebody over your shoulder telling you who to take pictures of. Yeah. And sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. Well, of course, here comes my initial trip to photograph Anna Wintour. She walks in the door and my editor runs right up to me with lightning speed and goes, you just missed Anna Wintour, go get her picture. <laughs> there she goes. And I'm like, oh, Anna Wintour. So I have my platforms on. I'm running after Anna, flat on my face. Miss Wintour, boom, right on my face. And at least I got her to stop. Did she actually stop and turn around? Or was she like, I'm not okay, even turning around? So much, so much of a commotion. The poor woman would have to stop and turn around. And she was expressionless, completely like she, the Anna Winter, the stony gaze expressionless. She just, you know, just kind of the, what is that mess on the floor? Pick it up and take it away. Have you ever met anyone that instantly makes you happy? Like their mere presence makes you feel lighter and reminds you of all that's good in the world? Well, this is exactly how I feel about my next guest, photographer Katie Wynn. In the early fashion week days at Bryant Park, Katie was one of the few women running around the tents from show to show, deep in the pit with the other photographers, mostly male. In her fabulous rock star meets runway ensembles, often paired with platform shoes, a pole clip, and fantastic hair. But Katie always got the shots. I mean, I was consistently amazed by watching her click maybe one or two times with her camera and then effortlessly capture the authentic essence and beauty of all of her subjects. She's magical. Katie is truly one of the best in the industry and it was such a delight to connect with her, to reflect on her career as a photographer and to revisit some of her favorite fashion moments. When I am like so excited to have you on the show. Um, you guys, Katie is like one of the most fabulous photographers. I'm not gonna even say fashion week photographer because she she does photography for a lot of different, she has a lot of different subjects. So you're just so talented, and she was one of the few women in the pit at Fashion Week. And if you don't know what that is, it's okay, we're gonna get into it. So <laughs> Welcome, Katie Wynn. How are you? Oh, Kirsten, hello. It's so good to see you. I'm fine. I'm actually great because I'm on the show with you right now. Oh, stop it. Look, and I mean, look at that fabulous smile. Look at that fabulous skin. What, like, what's your, what's your routine? Cause your skin is on point. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Love you for saying that. Um, (laughs) Like you don't age, Katie. You look the same. Well, you just made my day. The million brownie points for you, Missy. Um, no, I just um, my gosh, lately I've been doing so much traveling uh-huh. that my skincare routine has fallen to 
pieces. So it's whatever I can do. Lots of vitamin C and um, a gazillion supplements. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, it's so funny. Who, who was your friend? Was it Judith? Yes. I I still have that picture of me, you and Judith at fashion week. I think we like, we were doing a whole like animal print situation. I had my little yes. Dolce and Gabbana skirt and, and Judith had on her, her zebra like print. Yes. <laughs> Look, it was everything. Oh and I remember God. you guys put me on to like skincare. You're like, Oh my oh. God. I think it was like, uh, it starts with the C what's, what's the, oh. it's like Claudel or. Oh, it was, it was it the Caudalie one? Yes. Or- yes. Oh. You guys put me on and I was like, what is this? Like tap, 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 tap. <laughs> Amazing. Well, you've got beautiful skin, whatever you uh, do now, you totally, I need to take some it's lessons. Called, it's called Maybe. stress. <laughs> <laughs> stress and sweat. You know, I've just been like on the trail trying to run it off, you know, run it off every morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I really think that's the key now. I think it's, mm. a, it is, it's on the trail, go for a run, get a good sweat on whatever it is you like to do. Just do it with all passion and it puts the glow in your face. I it's really, true. I, sweat I, does wonder y'all and yeah. a little humidity, which we have here in Maryland. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm missing that. I'm out in the desert right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm jealous. Dry I, heat is like so perfect for the hair. Like that's one thing I've never had better hair than I do here, but then I have to, you know, I have to load on the Caudalie and all the other extra <laughs> stuff that goes along with it. <laughs> I love it. Well, it is such like, it is such an honor to have you here. I, I am such a fan of all of your work and just you as a human being. So thank you. And I, you know, I love to just start from the beginning, like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? And how in the world did you become a photographer? Well, Kirsten, first, I, I'm honored to be on your show amongst so many fashion icons. Um, thank You're you. a fashion icon, Katie. You are, you yes. are one of the very few women out there doing entertainment, entertainment events red carpets, you know, fashion week. I mean, you were all over, so I can't wait to delve into all of that, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take it back. We're going to take it back. You know, little Katie, little Katie Katie couldn't get her nose out of fashion magazines. Um, (sighs) I grew up with a mother who was a flight attendant and when she was a flight attendant, now this is probably going to age me quite a bit, but my mother was in the age of, you know, the rock stars and the supermodels that were on the planes. And she worked for TWA. So of course, a lot of your listeners probably don't even know what TWA was, but it was a pretty big airline that went internationally. And my mother was, um, it was international and she worked in first class and Valentino, they, Valentino designed their uniforms. I forgot about that. Oh my goodness. Well, my gosh, you were probably just, you know, not even a thought in your parents' (laughs) (laughs) And and admittedly, when I was born, this was, you know, this was after those times. But my mother, of course, kept 
every single one of her uniforms and she had them in triplicate because she used to fly so much. And, and I love that. So, yeah. So, and my, and of course my grandmother was a pack rat and loved everything about what my mother did. So she had all the memorabilia from TWA, like wow. all the outfits and they had these paper outfits. Sometimes um, they had these like special trips to Hawaii or whatever. And they, Cute. And, oh, it was so cool. And I guess this was probably like, early seventies or sixties that my mother, and like I said, I, this is, this is beyond my memory, but I got to wear the paper outfits (gasps) when I was a kid. So, you know, it was kind of like dress up and have fun in mom's clothes, but. Oh uh, my God, Katie. Oh my God. Do you still have access to her? I have a few of them. I have one paper outfit left. It's all this like gold lame. It's super freaking cool. And I don't have it. Here. If I, I wish I had it here to show it to you, but it's, it was, um, I don't even remember if it was like to Spain or something, but it was a gold lame looking thing with ruffles, big ruffles around the neck. And that was a Valentino design. Oh, of I course, love that. You know, the the sad part is as a kid, you don't realize you just go, oh, pretty. Right. (laughs) You know, and then the grape juice just rolls down. So, So, you know, I I destroyed a lot of my mom's things, but I do have I have her beanie like she had a little um, beanie that that he made. And then I have her. They had these orange trench coaty things that were really pretty that they were like trench coats and and you know mini dresses and the whole nine yards so cute so cute they were just I mean and of course so growing up in that and wearing these clothes and being and thinking like this is the norm like this Mm. is what (laughs) this is what everybody (laughs) wears you know this is what I'm going to wear when you I go. Guys, you guys, <laughs> this is so true because I mean, this has clearly like lived on with you because oh. you are so <laughs> Katie and her fashion week outfits. I'm gonna, we're, we're going to get there, but yes. Katie does not play when she's on location. <laughs> oh so we'll get back God. to that. So, so your mom was, I'm sure an influence on, did she bring back any magazines for you? Like the European ones, like from all over the world? Always. She, well, and she did a lot of trips to Italy. So she come back with a lot of Italian uh, fashion magazines. And she, and of course at that time, you know, Gucci, uh, he used to just parade in the, the flight attendants and just parade them into a showroom and, you know, give them things, just goodies, like little, oh, little drink. Yeah. And I have some, darn it. I wish I thought it's in one of my closets somewhere yeah. here, but I have a whole bunch of Gucci goodies that he gave my mother from like leather wallets to shoes to, you know, actual shirts and things and things that were so timeless that even now they, they Uh look pretty darn cool when you put them, you know, when you pair them up with something from now, like a, you know, white button down shirt with a pair of jeans, this shirt was gorgeous. But, um, but so growing up and all of that, my mother just brought, and then of course, you know, she'd bring home goodies for me. And I, you know, I those cool things that she'd bring back from international flights and, and uh, you know, from designers and stuff. So I had little designer dresses and stuff, but, um, but then, you know, we lived in a small town. We lived in, um, in, in a small town in Connecticut that is 
far away from the border of New York. So, wow. uh, it, you know, not that far relatively because we know Connecticut's not that big, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but to me as a, as a kid, New York was far away yeah. and, you know, and I would sit and watch TV and I'd see rock stars and stuff as I was getting to my teens. And I loved the fashion and, yes. you know, and that me, you know, and I had always been, a, since I was eight, I'd been shooting. I always, wow. had, my parents had friends that, you know, wanted to give me a hobby and they had been photographers and they were in law enforcement. And so they gave me a Pentax K1000 when I was eight or seven or eight. And yeah, it's pretty cool. You what? know, it was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Did you so get a I, tutorial? Like, was there a tutorial involved? They, they used to, well, that is the crazy part is they used to take me on shoots while they were working. <sighs> But That's amazing. Girl. So, you know, we looked like a little family, but they, you know, of course they were so laid back. They were, you know, they taught me how to shoot through all of it. And so I learned from law enforcement. That was my, that was my wow. basis of photography. And then my first job was, uh, you know, I, I crashed some poor, some poor family's wedding on the beach. <laughs> wedding crashers. <laughs> love it. One of my favorite movies. So oh, see, I'm the OG. <laughs> I was like maybe 10. I like, you know, oh my goodness. You see this little 10 year old with a Pentax K1000 click, click, clicking away. And, and, uh, and I just loved wow. it. I was crazy for this woman's, uh, the, the bride's dress was like, yeah. to me, everything was always, you know, I always was into dress up, always loved pretty, pretty. And, and, you know, whether it was like grungy rock stars or, yeah. you know, everything was just put together. So with such genius. So yes. me, and yes. you got to take a picture. I want to, I want a souvenir. I want to take a picture of this. So I took a million pictures of this wedding. My poor parents had to pay for me to get the, everything developed. But then when they saw the pictures, they were like, these are pretty really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow we were able to track down the, the wedding party and the bride fell in love with the pictures, bought them all, of course, probably to the, the novelty that this little 10 year old crashed your wedding, wow. but she got them all. And, and so I started my career as a photographer. So I did a lot of weddings and, and uh, political events when I was wow. and going into my teens. Um, Got into high school, flunked photography class completely. Stop. You were like, I'm over this. I know this stuff. I'm like beyond. Exactly. Exactly. It was just so boring to me. And I'd rather <laughs> go to my own dark room and do, just do your thing. Stuff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so, you know, and of course at that time too, you know, you're 15, 16 years, all I could think of is I'm moving to New York. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's going to be fashion or, or rock stars. There's, you know, something like that. I'm going to move to New York the minute I can. And of course, you know, that didn't happen until after college. And as soon wow. as I graduated college, I went straight. I think I'm sure I share this with a lot of the people you interview is you just, you've got this in boiling up in your, in your gut for your entire life. You just want to move to a big city and be a yeah. part of great action. And, and you want to be in with all these people from different places and just suck it all in. And yeah, so I moved to New York, um, right out of college. And I had, Wait, a, where did, where'd you go to college? What'd you study? 
Oh my gosh, I went all over the place. She's gonna be, she's gonna be like, yeah, y'all. <laughs> you won, you won, Katie. Oh, I wish. I wish. No, there's not, nothing that glamorous. No, I went to college. <laughs> you were like, I was all over. Like the the credits. You know, we added up all the credits. It worked out. And that's exactly you, what we did. We had to add them all up, make sure that all the syllabi in. You know, what did you did you work? Did you study something creative, or did you sort of like take from different like interests of yours and sort of weave something together, or like what what was that process like oh my for you? Gosh, I'm a total born Gemini, probably fourteen. Uh, you, know, you know, I'm one too, right? I knew it. May 23rd. Yes. May 29th. Yes. I mean, it makes sense. Makes okay. sense. Now, now makes it sense all now. comes together. <laughs> should have known. Should have known. I should have known. That's why I admire you so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. I cannot with you. But like. Genius. She's May 23rd. Well, Gemini is, you know, we're, oh we're like, we can learn from anything. Literally. It's true. It's true. You know, we can go all over the, I mean, I think all that's over. one thing with our, my life and probably with yours too, is you just, you want to get as much in and, and you've got such a hunger for everything. Like, and you experience it once you want to, you know, you just, just learning. Gotta, it's no like more, learning. Just yes. learning. Yeah. 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 In fact, I think I'm at my worst when I'm not learning something, when I'm not wow experiencing something or, you know, looking for new things to, to draw from and my, yeah. to, to, you know, decorate my life with. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, I can't, that's always been my downfall too, is that sticking, you know, I, I the one thing I could stick with was photography. That's wow. the one constant in my life that I've been, you know, I, I can put it down for a month or two, say, I really need a break, but then, you know, then I start to itch. And, uh, I need to get that's, my kids out. That's exactly how I am with fashion. Like I've tried to divorce yeah. fashion. I was like, you know what? Like I I'm tired of this life. Like I'm going to do something completely different. And then it's like, all the way in DC, here I am like covering fashion and politics and like just sliding back in. But it's because it's where I feel the most alive. And, you know, people like yeah. you, my fashion family, that's what I call it the fashion family. It's true. It's just, I yeah. feel at home because it it's what connects us, that passion. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, seeing that person, you know, on the street, like I literally, like, let me tell you something, Katie. I attempted my little SLR, and we'll get into this. My little SLR canon, you know, oh, I was trying to figure you. it out. And <laughs> I would literally, like, I would get my Bill Cunningham on, like, and run. Yes. Like, I, I would just run all over DC, the most yes. Georgetown and DuPont, and just take pictures of beautiful, like, oh. people who just, who, who just, like, oh, who inspired me through their style, like, literally. Like all, all ages. And I would literally just say, Hey, can I take your picture? I'm like obsessed with your outfit. They're like, what? Of course. So, so I, I feel oh my passion. God. I feel I, now, now where the photos that great, probably not, you know, oh, no, a, lot, a lot of post-production, a lot of, a lot of post-production work there, but 
<laughs> but it's the fashion that binds us. It's that passion yes. for creativity and, and the yes. eye and just like, ah, oh, being inspired. Yes. Yes. Being and the inspired. That you get the energy from other people in this world. Yeah. Almost, that's one thing we all seem to share. Those of us that are kind of lifers in that whole fashion industry is when we get inspired, <laughs> it's totally <laughs> obvious. The whole so world. Obvious. It's true. <laughs> when I was at Lord and Taylor um, in the fashion office, my fashion director at the time, like I think it was, I think it was Proenza or something, like one of those shows. There was a shoe that went down the runway, and we literally screamed, <laughs> and all the finance people were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> They're just like, okay, like, okay, like you guys are clearly, it's like, did you see that shoe? Oh my God. <laughs> Literally like, like top level finance people. Like what is going oh on my over gosh, here? What are you people doing? <laughs> it's a language that you have to learn. And, yeah. and, and, you know, in, in, I know for me, when I came into fashion, oh, well, all right. So, so I'll back up a little bit, but um, when, when I moved to the city, I, cause I have to share this one. Cause this is just crazy. We were talking earlier about your, your fashion hero, the, the woman that just, you know, <sighs> that brought you into the whole world because you saw her, you were watching her shows, Lauren Azurski. <sighs> this is, I can't, you give me goosebumps when you said that, because when I moved to New York, I moved to New York. I originally wanted, I, you know, graduate college. And yes, it was a mishmash of everything. Like I, I, I majored in theater and I majored, majored in journalism because they didn't have photography. I was out of, I thought. Was. Was. So uh, yeah. And I thought I was going to, you know, I was going to go into, uh, I was going to be Katie Couric. <laughs> <laughs> move over Katie. Well, a super fun one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm coming in. <laughs> Today show, but no, that didn't really happen wow. <laughs> clearly. But I, well, I got to New York and I had this really, this just, I wanted to live in the East Village because at that time we were, you know, kind of at the, at the end of CBGBs, but there was still a punk rock movement and there were all these punk rock photographers there. And I wanted to go see Iggy Pop. I, you know, <gasps> Iggy Pop is my guy. Like that was my, wow. you know, where I, I'm just ridiculous. <laughs> I've met him a few times and I can only get maybe two words out of my mouth. And Stop it. One day, day I'll get to meet him and actually have a full sentence come out of my <laughs> Poor guy probably thinks there's a real problem up here and there probably is. But anyway, so, so I moved to New York. I get a job got to pay the rent. So I got a job as a bar bartender and I was working in a really trendy bar and um, I loved it. But Lauren Azurski, she was the first, like, that's when I realized, oh, wait a minute. There are people outside of the rock and roll thing yeah. in the East Village that have, that have some really interesting zip to them. And, and yeah. Lauren Azurski was the one, she was behind the velvet ropes. She oh. was on the cover of, of paper magazine. I believe I, I remember reading an article about her in paper magazine after watching behind the velvet ropes every, I mean, I was just, oh my God. and she was amazing too. She, I, she still is. <laughs> She's even more amazing now, but but she was so amazing to somebody, a newcomer to the city. When I saw her, she was just, I mean, she was, she was like sex in the city 
five times over. She oh, was absolutely. She was just an it girl. She was so fascinating and she just knew everybody. And she had so many good questions for all these people in, in the fashion industry. And she just, geez, she could wear anything from like, I you know, know. <laughs> to, you know, I don't know, Oscar de la Renta. She could, she could seriously. It was yeah. amazing. So I really wanted to infiltrate that crowd. And yeah. it wasn't for like, maybe, you know, I kind of started taking out my cameras, taking pictures. Um, I was gunning for a job over at NBC that wow. wasn't looking out so hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And broke into somehow I broke in. Well, actually I, I crashed the Grammys, the Grammy <gasps> and broken, you know, that totally crashed it with my camera. You <laughs> are, you stay long. crashing, Katie. I mean, why not just slip right in, slip yeah, in well, where you can. Yeah, I think that's the mentality. And that, I think that's a mentality that most of us had in fashion week is, you know, you kind of the fake it till you make it mentality. (laughs) There were so many crashers. Like when, when Bryant Park opened, you, you, yeah, you you didn't know who belonged there and who didn't, but if you looked like you belonged there, you belonged there. And that was just stand there. Just like, you know, just wait, just wait. And usually the PR people are like, you know what? Fine. Like we need to fill in some seats. Come on in. Come on in. (laughs) from your perspective, that's what happened. You're like, we yeah. need to fill a few seats. And then, yeah. you know, I, as a photographer, because I worked in the front of the house so much too, that I would see these people. And I didn't, you know, at first I didn't know one from the other. Um, wow. And I just go, wow, you look really crazy good. <laughs> it could have been, you know, so my neighbor. <laughs> and I love it. It was trying to find a way in too. And, you know, and I take their picture and then of course they'd gain some credibility by being on the Getty website. Yeah. And so, but um, yeah, so I, and so that's how I basically, I, we, I broke into um, the Grammys and that's how I broke in. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you do the Grammys. What, mm-hmm. like at that time, did you like, how did you actually start shooting at the tents? Okay. So that was maybe, I mean, I was still a very um, young, inexperienced in, in that world photographer. And wow. so many of us were at Getty. I, I, you know, I'd taken pictures at the Grammy, sold a few to the post um, and then broke my way into the, the syndication aspect, which was Corbis. I worked at Corbis and somebody kind of headhunted me from Corbis at the time. And that was at Getty. And, and uh, so I went and had an interview and (laughs) she, um, she will remain, remain nameless. And I love her to this day. I adore this woman, but she hadn't even looked at my portfolio or probably she had online and I didn't Ah. know the time, but I walked in, she looked at me, she looked at me, my name, and she said, Catherine Wynn. Hmm. I like the sound of that. Okay. Do you want a job? <laughs> and they're like, uh, sure. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, and so, wow. so yeah. And within two months I was teamed up with a bunch of photographers from New York and LA. It was the first, it was our maiden voyage with IMG and fashion week. Wow. First season that they had at Bryant Park. And wow. I mean, it was just, 
I, I, when I think back on those first couple of seasons, it was just, my eyes were wide open. I couldn't, I couldn't take enough pictures. And it was the same for most of the other people in our gang. And some people fell away. It was a really rough job. And I know you would know Kirsten, because you were on that side, you were on the whole production end of things and you don't sleep. No, yeah, <laughs> but don't. it's so much fun. It's like, you know, let's yes. just sleep in the trailer, <laughs> in the production trailer. <laughs> oh my gosh. We, we take little naps in the back. Yeah. You know, and I do have pictures of people like passed out sleeping and there's a locker room at the time they're sleeping on top of the lockers. <laughs> That's hilarious. I cannot, I cannot. And, uh, and yeah, you just didn't sleep. You had to love, you had to love the job. And I think you probably still do. Absolutely. That time it was a smaller group of us all. And you just had to love it because you weren't going to sleep. Lord knows what you were going to be eating that week. If you, you know, like I'm sure we're, you know, we're all. Oh, I know. (laughs) Wait, what was that? What was that little, God, what was it called? Yeah, the little boots without the like super fancy sandwiches. Oh like, my I god! Cannot... Oh, that one, yes, yes, right. Oh, that's the sandwiches. I yes, those are... I can't even those... remember. We would just eat there like every day. Oh gosh, now you've got me thinking. I know. I gotta look it up. Jeez, oh, Louise! I'm sure though. one I of the see... listeners will. will yes. <laughs> I know somebody's got a better memory than we do with that. Right? That, that booth was always filled. And there were some that were just total regulars. They were like, you wonder where they stored it because they were, everybody's so skinny. No, there. Seri- right. Oh my, oh my goodness. I know. It was amazing. And, and for the things that, I mean, that I was thinking about the women's entertainment booth, which was, was all, remember the candy it was all <gasps> candy. It was <clears throat> Yeah, there's, it's just you don't, you don't. No, no, and, and, and then they had the energy drinks. So, oh my god, <laughs> and the muscle milk, <laughs> and, the, and the what? And then, and then the, the balls, the, the B-A-W-L-S. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, so they buy us with caffeine no, and candy, and then in the evening they're throwing that a fabulous Peroni beer. Yes, the, the Peroni. Oh my, oh my goodness. Gosh, I forget who was on that account, like PJ or something. Oh, one of those yes, guys. Yes. But I, <laughs> good we times, you guys. We were oh on fumes, gosh. but it was so much, so much fun. And oh, just yeah. like, first of all, can we, we got to talk about the outfits. Like, oh, how did you plan your outfits? Oh, mine? Oh, I mean, they were so fabulous every oh. time you guys, like, I remember when you were, you wore like these platform shoes yes. and you had your hair and like, you know, two I... pigtails and you were just <laughs> like, you had this red lip on and you were just ready to go. I was like, ah, Katie, like, I was like, how is she going to get in the pit with this? But you did <laughs> like, you know, can can we explain what the fashion week pit is? Oh my our I, listeners for those yes. who may not know what this is. The pit was a stinky, like all right, it would start out everybody be fresh and clean. And there were <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I don't know, Kirsten. You probably knew better, know better how many people like in an average pit, but depending on the designer, you could have in anywhere from like 
I don't know, 60 to 100 and so photographers smashed into a space that was probably about what, like, gosh, I don't don't even know, because those are that stuff I don't know, but what, like, you know, uh, very, very, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, 18 feet across to 26 feet across. Maybe, yeah risers so we're all stacked on top of each other where you know at first everybody's polite and kind but then as you move through fashion week and then of course you know we're talking these same photographers are doing after parties so they're you know they're like they're out till two three in the morning don't have time to take a shower and well I did I always like oh we know you did (laughs) (laughs) had to do the hair Katie's like uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh I can't smell um but but uh but oh my gosh we would pack be packed literally on top of each other to the point where it's like you know I could liken it to, and I don't have a sibling, but when you have siblings in the backseat of the car and you got mommy's on my side, he's hitting me, her elbows on my side. That's what you get in the pit. And and who is mommy? Kirsten was mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Christina, like who else? So many. Christina, yes, Christina. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness for her. She could just walk in in her face. She could put on the face that would just part the seat. That's it. That's it. Move (laughs) out of the way. She is not playing games. Not this week. No, no. I I actually, I don't know if this is even anything because we are a podcast, but I have um, a photo of the pit. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, of course I, here's a, here's a picture of Brian Park. Oh my God. And, uh, oh my gosh you know a little reminder that yes when you sat down on the fountain under the tents you were actually sitting on the ground in prime wild, wild. Um, but we have here's i don't know if, if you can wow yes oh katie where are you hold up let's see are you the- no i was no? taking a picture so you're <laughs> like no that's not me no at me like I hate you for the question me. is did you save your spot when you were taking that photo and like how do you do no. it how did I think? All right. So there's a picture of a guy in here who was one of my favorite photographers on the Getty team. And he did, he was like the, the first shooter for all the runway. And his wow. name was Fraser Harrison. And Fraser, I think, was saving me a spot. And he's the only person in this group that's smiling at me. I love the picture because everybody else is giving me a fr- no, maybe one other blonde of cute blonde chicks giving me a smile <laughs> yeah I, at first I saw from I was like wait I think there's a but I was like that's not Katie's hair though that she would never wear that hairstyle no but boy she's yeah she she knows what side of bread her bread is butted on whatever the heck they yeah. say but but yeah so Fraser was um Fraser always saved me my spot but of course we we're Getty we're on the same team so yeah and and um that was just crazy times. But, and of course, yeah, getting into the spot like that with my big platforms on, people would really have to move out of the way huh. because they don't want to get stepped on. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but, they were hardcore. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the person that, that dressed me, um, you know, as I said before, I was East Village girl, East West Village girl um, all the way all the way. And, um, I, you know, on my, my spare time and when I was 
working, even when I was working, I'd go to, you know, CBGBs or I'd go over to see these events, um, Coney Island High or the Continental and you know, a bunch of other places around St. Mark's Place. And I would photograph the rock stars because that was, you know, rock stars and models. You are <laughs> such a rock star. Like, did, did you ever have a, did you ever have a rendezvous with Mick Jagger? Like, I can oh, totally see you. Darling, I don't kiss and smile. I, I, know, I can totally see you with like a Mick. <laughs> <laughs> One can only wish, but um, I love it. But but um, I did do a lot of you know. I was a wannabe hanger outer at over at Fashion Vaudeville, <laughs> and so you know, I I go in there, you know, get always kind of you know shy, and I go in there and I buy shy. I I shy out like I get all weird and funky, like you know, because this was pre photography, like pre fashion week. So I just, you know, like I want to be around the rock stars, but um, (laughs) stop. Um, But the guy that that was the manager, the face of Trash and Vaudeville, Jimmy Webb, used to dress everybody like all the rock stars slash he's he uh from all all the guys from guns and roses i mean you name it he iggy pop he would go on tour with Iggy pop dress iggy pop he just just nameless a nameless um countless names um in the industry and he also would help um uh dress the photo shoots like he would bring in a style of some of the photo shoots for vogue and wow L and you know all these yeah and it was kind of like he was like the unsung hero I believe of the fashion world he he did so many people in the fashion world and and the rock world so many favors and he kind of fused the two together and he really was a glue in the world of, of fashion and, and rock stars and and really great like great punk rock you know bondage pants and and you know platforms and docks and you know and he just knew it was coming back in he would and he was the one who brought a lot of it back in or brought it in and so I I don't know I had you know I had nerves like I had New Yorkers nerves and I walked in there after my first um my first fashion week um after you know assessing the whole world and thinking yeah I gotta step up my look because I yeah oh girl when I girl when I first went to fashion week my first week I was really not you know no it, I was a no. I was a fashion no, and I, 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 I can't even imagine. I can't even. Well, you, you, like even in a white t-shirt, you, you know, you have like the fabulous hair, and you got your little your bracelets and your rings, you know, and a little. Oh my gosh! I wish, I wish I'd had that much knowledge. I, I just knew what I liked mm. visually, but I didn't, I didn't do it for me. I just, it wow. was always, you know, I'm, I'm invisible, and you're the one I'm taking. Yeah. Away. So I, I don't yeah. matter. I can come in with curlers in my hair. It doesn't matter. That's what I thought, you know, and of course, and I'd done a lot of, um, I was shooting a lot of news before all of this and politics mm-hmm. and things. And, and so, you know, I wore a lot of like, you know, jeans and sh- jeans and shirts, I guess it was a good thing I was wearing shirt, but, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, and so after that, that first round of fashion week, and then of course, you know, there's the famous story about me, falling on my face going to photograph Anna Wintour and she wouldn't stop, stop me. it stop it <laughs> 
I knew I had to change the whole thing after the first, that first, that first week. I oh was my Lord. Get invited back for a second one. It was so bad. I didn't, cause I didn't know anybody in the fashion world. I, I knew Lauren Azursky. Yeah. And I knew a few of the, you know, major fashion icons. I knew, I knew who Anna Wintour was. I mean, who didn't, yeah. but, um, but I didn't know who the, main editors were and who was, you know, who wow. was the made a photograph and who was not. And so yeah. um, one of the, one of my bosses, who's just the top boss came in uh, that first week and she was so pushy. Like she, wow. she, she's trying to keep the account with IMG because we yeah. were you know, the official, fo- official photographers for fashion week. And so clearly she was doing her job. But I'd never had anybody direct me like she had. She just stood behind me and was like, that person, that person, that person. And so I was constantly like, and I was on on edge, just freaking out all the time. You have somebody over your shoulder telling you who to take pictures of. And sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. Well, of course, here comes my initial trip um, to photograph Anna Wintour. She walks in the door. And the, my editor runs right up to me with lightning speed and goes, you just missed Anna Wintour. Go get her picture. <laughs> there she goes. And I'm like, oh, Anna Wintour. So I'm uh, running and I've got that at that time I was, I, I think I've always, I was born in platforms. That's I love funny. it. Yes. I got to have platforms. Yes. So I have my platforms on and, but they weren't, you know, I didn't really, you know, anyway, I'm running after Anna flat on my face. This winter, boom, right on my <gasps> face. And at least I got her to stop. Did she, did she turn <laughs> around? Did she actually stop and turn around? Or was she like, I'm not you even turning I mean, around so much, so much of a commotion. The poor woman would have to stop and turn around. And she didn't even, she didn't, she was expressionless completely. <laughs> like she, the Anna winter, the stony gaze expressionless. I didn't get shot. <laughs> Really, she just, you know, just kind of the what did yeah, what like what is it? going on? What, what is that mess on the floor? Pick it up and take it away. <laughs> so I realized I, you know, maybe I need to fix myself up for the next people oh to stop because I'm one of them. So I wow. I went I know how to go on tangents. Stop me if I do. No, this is so good. This is so good. I cannot believe it. <laughs> oh, you're just bringing me right back to all the fun. So I <laughs> then I I after that I just I'm I had the New Yorker in me like we mm-hmm. all we all do. Like so many people come to New York and they have a they just I got I got to be successful at doing yeah. this. If I'm not, mom and dad are gonna drag me out of here. <laughs> So common. I I don't think that ever goes away. Like when you're in New York, it just never goes away. Never, never. Mom and dad could be not even concerned at this point. Exactly. They're going to take me away. I got to do better. And uh, and so I went to, I just had a really good spiel and I walked into Trash and Vaudeville, screwed up all my strength. And I was like, hi, Jimmy. I'm working at fashion week. I'm a photographer and I'm in the front to have the house all the time. And people are always seeing me, including Anna Wintour and la 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 and da, 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 da. And would you mind dressing me? Stop it right now. I love it. I love it. I think he just admired my, like, yeah, attitude that I was, I can't even do it now, but 
I was, I, when you know, you have to do something and I couldn't afford to pay my, you know, like paying my rent was like a, was an issue. So, you know, (laughs) food or rent, food or rent. So how was I going to get cool clothes. And, um, and I really was just kind of throwing myself at the mercy of Jimmy, hoping that Jimmy would help me. And he just blinked his gorgeous (laughs) eyes and was like, come on, my friend. (gasps) And he took me to the back room and he was like, so how many days are you working? I'm like, no, yes. And I'm doing after parties too. And he, he was like, not to worry. And so he got me dressed for that second fashion week and oh that God. worked out really well. And every time somebody would interview me about fashion week, you know, and they'd ask, what are you wearing your shoes? There's the shoes. Yeah. But I'd always say Jimmy Webb at trash and yeah. vaudeville. And so over the years, Jimmy would just, he would pull things through the season or he would go to his, his trade shows and he'd pull things especially for me oh and have some people make some things he had people make especially for me. I have this gorgeous <sighs> leather skirt that was just, oh my God. That's how I got. Mo- and this is, this is my Jimmy. This is his back. Yes. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it right <laughs> now. But that yeah, back is phenomenal. He he was he really was you know Patrick McDonald Lauren Azurski yeah yeah Jimmy and wow. he, just, he was like the the fashion angel he would just I'll yeah. fix that for you and wow. he always did so he's the one who can take all her he could take all the credit for everything I wore it, yeah. everything was Jimmy basically and that's uh, amazing that is. That's like a godsend because people don't realize like you have to plan every single outfit, like head to toe, like nail color, hair, like what are we doing for beauty? Are we doing a dewy face? Like, what are we doing for evening? Like, which after parties are we going to? Like, is it like super high end elegance or are we like getting down to the ground with like, you know, an Alexander Wager situation? Like, it's so stressful. People do not realize. So to have that just sort of like off your plate and you're just like, yes. here's I mean, day one, here's day two is like, oh. oh, it was so nice to just line everything up and be like, you know, oh. this is going to be for so-and-so's after party. And I can slide that yes. on I'm already wearing. So I can just do that in the cab. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, so many people, like I'd go back to my family, like, I don't know what I'm going to wear. And they'd be like, really? You're, you're upset over what you're going to wear. How about, uh, how yeah. about, you know, maybe taking a good picture. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. That can happen. Now the outfit, <laughs> that's a situation. Like even with this fashion week, I'm like, ah, uh, how many outfits do I have? <gasps> To actually yeah. attend, like that is going to determine <laughs> how many shows you're going to go. Shows I'm gonna go. My outfit c- capabilities, like oh my gosh, like, I mean, what are we working with here? You know, oh, yes. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Yes. And like, and people like, um, like I remember Kelly Coutron, t- no, no, not Kelly Coutron, sorry. I'm sorry, Kelly, Kelly Ben Simone. Um, oh, yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yes. And she would get dressed in the cab. She actually did like me, Stop I could throw something on over something in the cab, but she would just make it happen. And oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, she would, she would be running in like the middle of New York as well. Yes. Like, Kelly 
really did with, with her Hermes, you know, bag, like just good to go. My Talk goodness. about it. Like how, how can you be that athletic wearing what you're wearing and then look like you didn't even break a sweat? Like amazing. Just, fresh and gorgeous. Oh. And then it, <laughs> goodness gracious. But yeah, it's, oh my gosh. I, I miss it so much. I, I really do. I, I, uh, Bryant Park was just yeah. ah such a magical yeah. time, oh such a magical time, and you know it. Things come and go, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. like the new generation comes in, and and it's a new yeah. day. Like what what are sort of your thoughts right now, and sort of the shifts with fashion? Like, are you like are are there trends where you're like, oh yeah, that's cool, or that's interesting, like from a photography yeah. standpoint. Oh, absolutely. In fact, um, you know, the, the whole package, actually, I, I love how it's evolved. And mm. I, I, I miss Fern Malice days and, and Bryant Park and all the craziness because it was all so fresh to me and new yeah. and, you know, everything was like every, I was always uh, stressed out and on point throughout the month of fashion uh we'll just lay it down as it was i mean we had the the week in public right and then then there was the month or two Woo! that surrounded yes. right yes. but um, but you know and then of course fashion's night out we went through fashion's oh night out oh my goodness oh yes. that was another experience and fun that that's that wild me, that was wild yeah it was and it really you know i think that the thing with fashion's night out too is it kind of took away from the after parties for some, you know, cause there was one night yeah. that was, you know, nobody is doing anything, but going to all of these different events for fashions night out. Yeah. And, and so it took away from a day, a night's worth of after parties, wow. but actually that, that evolution was really interesting and exciting because you get to, you know, people, you get to see people interacting with their favorite designers and, yeah. you know, and, and it was a little more um, structured and it was, you know, and, and it was covered by all of the publications in, yeah. in a very interesting way, because it wasn't just about, it wasn't just so much as a society page, sort of like, yeah. oh, at the Heatherette after party. Yeah. Or, you know, Even though they- those are good. Those are good. <laughs> Whoop, whoop. So always have the best crowd. The best, the best. Oh my gosh. And their crispy cream donut cake. Oh never- my goodness. Oh, that was my downfall. Genius. I almost didn't fit into my jeans the next year. <laughs> Whatever was I was wearing my bondage pants the next day. I love it. Oh my gosh. But the, but you know, so now, you know, when we we moved from Bryant Park over to Lincoln Center, and Lincoln Center was exciting and different because it was new. Completely new. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's when the street fashion, like the the influencers like really started yes. to take off. Yes, yes. Like yeah. all of a sudden everybody wanted to do what Bill Cunningham had been doing. Oh my goodness. And it was so cool. Rest in peace, Bill. Oh my God. What a soul. What a soul. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, did you, did you get it? Like, did you guys have like full, like, like combos, like photographer to oh. photographer, like, or was he constantly <laughs> running around? Right. Or three sentences, you know, he like, he, he and, and, the funny thing is, is before I was a photographer in New York, he took a picture of me on the street. 
I love that. I knew I didn't make the book. Obviously, I didn't make the book. Darn it! But he took your photo. (laughs) I mean, I had been trying my whole time. Like, and I think he knows. He's like, oh no, this person, mm -mm, this person wants to be photographed. I literally, I was like in the park. I had these gold BCBG pants on, and like I had like this, you know, shirt. You know, like it was, it was totally not even during Fashion Week. And I was like, oh my god. Bill Cunningham is right there in my mind. And I was like, oh my God, my outfit's cute. So I like tried to like walk casually across where, you know, he could see me and like wait on the corner, like to cross the street. And he was just like, no girl. Like he, he just, he just went the other way. And I was he like, did that to me times. <laughs> I did not make the cut. Dagnabbit. You are, you are blessed. You are blessed. The day that I wasn't trying. On this is my moment. And he was like, no girl, like nope. I'm going over here. <laughs> I saw him day in, day out, every fashion week, not once, maybe, maybe once because I was hanging out with Patrick McDonald once and he was ah. like, oh, that's cute. But I, it was, it was more of, I think like a a memento of that's cute, but it wasn't like, this is going into my book where I'm Uh, sending stuff to the New York times because that's a hot looking chick in a good dress. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) Uh, he he, rest in peace, Bill, we do miss you. And there is a hole without him in the fashion community. There are so many great photographers out there now doing uh, street fashion and of course, I, you know, and my my role at Fashion Week was I did a lot of floating around. I did front of house. I did the yeah. runway. I did the back, um, you know, backstage, which was so exciting. I love that. I love backstage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's goes, fun. It's so yes. fun. You feel all the nerves, like, yes, before, you after. You see the oh fresh gosh. faces being done. You laugh. You cry. I mean, yeah. in, in in a fifteen minute period, you go from laughter to tears and and back to laughter again because yeah. it's so intense back there and there's so much energy, and and that I believe is still going on like that. I mean, going back to all right. So you had Lincoln Park. You had um, the the post office, the big post office on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh my but goodness! One, yeah. Wow. Like, like oh, the blondes. The yeah. Blondes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I'm one of my favorites. I we love, love you, Emily Bunger. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Emily was say. on the show. We love her so much. Oh, Emily so, is so, so awesome. Much. She is, she is work, doing fashion week. She <gasps> almost, there's our, there's my, my blooms. But. Stop it. Oh my God. That's a beautiful shot. Wow. <laughs> well, wow. you know, they, they never took a bad shot, but Emily, Emily, uh, Love you. Love you. She's Keep so going. dope. Yeah. Yeah. She's still going, still going <laughs> strong. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love mean- it. You know what? I, I, you know, I have to ask this question. I have to ask on behalf of all of the photographers out there, Canon or Nikon? <gasps> oh, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure this out, Katie. So, oh, I, I know this gets a little crazy, kind of like gifts and gifs, you know, versus yes. gifs, you know, it's like this whole philosophical situation, but for you, for you, which one is it? I'm, I'm kind of sweating as I say this, but I, I guess I, I've, I've been on both sides of this. I started out a Canon girl and I used to say when going into war, bring a Canon. And, oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but uh, I, I do. Um, 
I switched over to Nikon in, oh gosh, 2011. Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just, um, I was approached by somebody at Nikon and they, they said, well, have you ever shot with this, with our new digital camera? And this was, I think like, I don't know whether it might've been the D3. I think it was the mm. D3. And uh, I said, no, I haven't. I love my Nike, my, my Canon. Oops, sorry, Canon. Love <laughs> and um, they said, well, you know what? Why don't you just walk around with us for a little while? Well, look, what photographer is not going to walk around? They with- sucked you in. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they're like, well, you know, what lenses do you have now? And I was like, I have this, this, and this. And they're like, okay, you can have this, this, and this, and this. And, you know, so they gave me an extra lens and more stuff. And I was like, well, okay, I'll walk around with, I'll walk around with it. Yeah. And do a few shots, but um, (laughs) I'll see. And (laughs) what can I say? Um, Within two months, I was trading in the Canon gear and keeping the Nikon stuff that they gave me. I, I am Nikon all the way now. I just absolutely I love my I love my Nikon's and I actually I um I uh introduced the the people that came to me to the people over at Getty and at the time I don't know what they're doing now but at the time they became Nikon and they they all agreed all the wow. you know all the photographers over at at uh Getty were on board with the Nikon because it at the time I mean they just really I, I I can't speak to Canon now because I'm just stuck with my Nikons. I love them. They're yeah. the, the the image quality, you know, I think it's just more what kind of image quality you're looking for. Like yeah. Canon at the time, I don't know if it still does, but they theirs was a they leaned more toward the warmer, mm. warmer photo. So it's a little, you know, you got warmer skin tones and sometimes you have to correct for that warmer tone. Yeah. Whereas Nikon was a bit on the cooler side. And for me, I just, I kind of tended toward liking the cooler side in my images. Yeah. It was an, it was a, you know, less, less post-production for me. And you know what? I kind of have to agree with that because at work I was using a Nikon and then, you know, my personal camera was a Canon and I noticed how much easier, as long as those settings were in order, because if those settings were not in order on the Nikon, forget it. Problems. <laughs> but if, if the settings were correct, Chris, oh. clean, I mean, it just didn't, someone could be like, yes. have their arms in the air and it would still come out really, really good. Like just, oh, yeah, I agree with you. I beautiful. think the nice thing with the, with the Nikon is once you, once you understood the camera, because they, for some reason, it's just easier for me to 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 understand the Nikon and mm. you know, like get exactly what I want out of it. Whereas yeah. with Canon, I sometimes it was a little bit like you know iffy. Like I think I'm getting it right, but it yeah, now it's a little too warm. And and with the Nikon, it would just free up for me the the it would give me the freedom to get creative with my settings and do all kinds of different you know, try all different types of things because I knew that the image that I was going to get was essentially going to be a usable image. It just, every time, super. Yeah. Every time, every time, every time, no fail. So, yeah. So I guess I have to say, 
Nikon. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for letting us know. I know it can get a little, a little tricky. Now I, I, I have to ask you one more techie question, your favorite lens and why? Oh, I know they're like all like your children and they do different things, but do mm-hmm. is, is there a favorite lens or, or one that yeah. you sort of gravitate to towards, you know, like more it often depends. than the others? Oh gosh, absolutely. I mean, it depends on what you're going for. Hmm. You know, if you're not going to bring a wide angle to a zoom situation, like, you know, you want to take a picture of uh, the president 5 million miles away, <laughs> you're not going to get a wide angle to do that. But uh, for, for fashion week, I can tell you, Oh, I'm letting go of one of my little things, but uh, no, it's, it's good. Um, I love my 14 to 24, my 14 to 24 for fashion week was just, and this was, I should, I should clarify my 14 to 24 was for like the front of the house, mm-hmm. man on the street sort of stuff. And, um, you know, like atmosphere and, um, you know, if I was, to, if I wanted to get creative with, if I want to get creative, that's my lens. That's my go-to lens to get creative because I don't know, there's something about the 14 to 24, the image quality on the Nikon 14 to 24 is just oh, superb. And you have very little aberration when you open it all the way up when you've got, when you're at 14 is, you know, not, you're not, you're not looking at a fisheye situation. Mm, like, yeah. This, this photo, the photo that I took of the, um, of the <laughs> these of the, are of folks the, waiting in front. It, what is this? Is this a yeah. uh, Bryant park? This is, this is Bryant park and they're all, Oh no, 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 no. Sorry. This is, uh, this it's is Lincoln Lincoln Center. Center. Yeah. Oh and my goodness. Waiting. Oh my gosh. I think this one might have been, well, this is one of the, the killer ones, like oh. it might, might've been Michael Kors. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I think that was trying to get in. <laughs> I'm no, on the list. Dad, I'm on the list. <laughs> There's a couple over here that look so bothered by me. I can't get over it. This is fashion week. You want to get oh your my goodness. And just act like it a little bit, you know. Wow. But yeah, that's a 14 to 24. And the sharpness and the image quality is just so there with it. And um, but then of course, you know, the zoom lenses are fabulous for when you're on the runway, you want to take like your standard runway shot, go, go with the, you know, go with a 70 to 200. Um, that's going to be fine. You can, you can go with a 300, but I like the 70 to 200 because you have, you have the opportunity to play a little, you can get accessories and then you can get a full length and, you know, you get a I love this so much. Photographers, this is for you because I only understood like half of that half. And, and, and here's the thing about Katie. She's so cool. You know, she's just like, yeah, but she is like a genius. Like there's, I will include it in the show notes. There's this like, what's in my bag, like part one and part two. And Katie is just like, boop, 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 like knowledge, gem after gem, like tech technical thing after technical thing she's going oh. through her bag which is like insane it's it's such a treat so i, I will make sure i include that in the show notes Please. because you'll learn so much make note though anybody who's watching this this is from years ago <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people that go that that i you know i kind of stopped checking in to see what other people were saying to you know answer them if they had any questions oh, wow. because it was starting to hurt, but you know, 
people who watch the video, like what for, you know, because technology goes so fast in the, so in, in the camera world these days, digital is just, you know, you're going, now we're going into mirrorless cameras, which is so fa- fabulous. That's wild. Wow. But, yeah. You know, yeah. But people look at that and that, that time period, they go, oh my gosh, this is for noobs. This is, you know, this is, oh my gosh, she's, she's shooting on old equipment. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Check that the like date people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I have to ask very quickly, what is the key to getting the perfect, perfect shot? What That's is the key to getting the perfect shot? Sorry, I had to say that again because my words got a little jumbled there. It is beautifully put, actually. <laughs> Good question. Um, sometimes it's just luck. Sometimes yeah. it's just luck. Other times, um, I feel when I look back on my images, the whole bunch of them, um, yeah, I had a lot of luck and and that's I think what wow. pushed me through the first couple of shows is that I had a lot of luck and you know and the smile and the shoes and the look look that was the look that and was, the luck. Well, the, I think I think the look, yeah. Once once you get to once you get past the um that you know the I don't know anybody, I'm a fish out of water, I'm nervous. Yeah. Once you get to know people and and it's your genuine, if you are genuinely excited about being somewhere, and this is any event, whether it's fashion week or at a concert or whatever you're shooting, you have to be genuinely excited about it yourself. Wow. And if you're not excited about it, you're going to get a crappy picture because mm. you don't, but if your heart, don't put too much of your heart into it, but if your heart is in it and your enthusiasm is there and you're open and easy. If you, you know, I think it got easier for me because I started to love the people that I was photographing wow. as I to know them when, you know, when I met Fern and I thought, wow, I just really, this woman is a powerhouse. She's so exciting and interesting and deadpan funny. <laughs> yeah. you know, and then all the people around her, all, you know, you, Kirsten, when I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, that million dollar smile. Oh and- my goodness. I was like, oh. I'm so serious. Oh my gosh. That was the thing though with you. I, I hope your listeners are listening here with Kirsten. She's so, you know, don't let that sweet face oh. fool you when she needs to go serious. Get out of her oh, way. Serious. Yes. Yes. Emily and I, in our, in our conversation, we were talking about something like, you know, folks making like interns making mistakes or something. And just like, it's like, well, if you don't care, it's like, yeah, like you got to give it your all. Like we just have this whole, like, and it's just, it just kind of comes out of you because you're like, do do we not care that we're here people? Like, Yes. (laughs) yes. That's exactly. We all have it inside. We all have it in there, but it's because yeah. we want to do a great job and we care about the the people. We care about the event. We care about the product. We care about the designers. Like it's something yeah. that we're all passionate about. Well, you know? as you said, the fashion family. You know, we are, we are, yeah. we're, we you become once you once you get immersed, you become part of this wonderful 
family and it's such a you never you never get you never leave the club you I'm like get- thanks for taking a chance on me Christina <laughs> Christina I love Thank you, you so Keep much <laughs> great she is great um I you know this is a fashion moment so we always ask our guest what is one of your favorite fashion moments of all time it can be something you witnessed, something you experienced, or, you know, it could even be personal. I know there's so many, there's like a million, but just like a magical experience when you're just like, oh my God. Oh, like the one where you're like, I really love this. Yes. Okay. The first one, there's two. Yay. I got to do two. But the first one was when. I was, it was in my first week, like the wow. first week ever. And I didn't know what to expect. And I was completely crazy fish out of water. But the <laughs> last day, I think it was, it, no, I know it was, it was the Carol, Carolina Herrera, Herrera show. And I think we ended with Carolina Herrera. Oh, it was so my fabulous. Amazing. And of course I'd never seen oh, the my show. God. Oh, clearly wow. I hadn't. And it was so beautiful. And the music was so it just went with the flow of the dresses because the dresses were just flowing. I'm going to get wow. out again now, but the wow. dresses were just flowing like something. I ne- It was magic and photographing. It was magical, like nothing wow. I'd ever done before. And I felt like that first moment of being in the zone, like the entire week I was a mess, but that one show, I was like, I get it. And when I walked out of the show, I had tears streaming. Oh my God. And it wasn't like I was, I was sad that it was over, but I was like, oh my gosh, I get it. I totally get it. And I love this. And this is all I ever want to do. I want to do this forever. I want to stay in this forever, forever, forever. And then, you know, you go through life and you do your photography and you're shooting more fashion shows and you kind of lose um, touch with things. Cause you, you know, I've, it evolved so much as fashion week was evolving. I'd evolved and, and wow. I changed roles as we, you know, as we move venues, I was changing roles too. Wow. And I was finding different, there were different things that I was doing and at fashion week as a photographer. And so I was a little bit jaded and I went into, it was a Mark Jacobs show and it was after the hurricane <gasps> that hit in New York and New Jersey was, you know, terribly devastating. Wow. And, and I walked into Mark Jacobs and it was always at the armory. And of course, you know, I'm bugged out and pissed because yeah, of- everyone's <laughs> always like pissed at Mark yes. Jacobs. Like, it's raining. Late, it's like there's, there's something going on. It's like, it's it starts late. Like people are just like grumpy. Like it's the end of the day. <laughs> I want to see Mark Jacobs, but I don't want to do this. And I'm in the rain and somebody just got hit by a light or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just something. something. <laughs> there's always drama there. Always. Yeah, and so always. Like getting through that messy mess, mucky, mucky, mucky mess. <laughs> And I'm really cranky and pissed off. And I, and I go into the, into the venue and, you know, I'm just, I've kind of heard it from everybody and I'm enough. And, and wow. I just, I'm like, I'm not going to buzz around and be all excited right now. Cause I don't feel it. And I'm just going to sit here in the pit. Wow. I was just, I, I, I just, I'd had it. I was, it was yeah. a week and it was a lot of work and, and it was my, I just crossed over into 
like I was doing my own business. I wasn't mm. working with, I was working with other, with, you know, I had my own little crew and I was, yeah. so I was there and I just, you know, dug in and, you know, of course there's like, and, and that pit in particular is the angry pit because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> hungry. I'm tired. Yes. I'm and everybody's at the height of stinky. Like and, oh my and, God. And every photographer will t- tell you that, like, you know, the, the end of the week and, Oh, you know, oh I'm going to, you know, put wow. you, you know, sticking tissues up your nose and <laughs> then the lights come up, you know, lights go down, the lights come up. And all of a sudden, I I felt what I felt at Carolina Herrera. Wow! When he he had hit his his designs in particular that year were just I, I mean they're memorable to me now. If I close my eyes, I can see them. In fact, I have a piece. Wow. I, I I actually spent a year's worth of salary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they were so beautiful. Um, they're you know um, some velvet purplish like um jackets with epaulets and really beautiful um he had like long short like i i can't even i can't like a bermuda like a crop yeah like a crop yeah Yeah. and i'm really not doing him any service by trying to describe (laughs) wait what year was this what what year was this oh my gosh i'm gonna look look it up Yes, it was because it was the it was the fashion week after the hurricane. So that was what, like, like 2013, maybe 2014. Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't know, right in that little area there. And 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 he had, um, oh, gosh, he had uh, it looked like a blown out. Like he had these the different levels where the models were walking around the, the armory and and they were very they looked like they just come through a like yeah can you hear me hold on somehow okay we're back we're back, we're back. okay okay <laughs> Oh, of course. Thank you, Mark. I um, know. He's like, you better know my collection. Exactly. I guess I, I will just end it by saying it was, it, he was inspired by the hurricane. Wow. And it was the most beautiful show. I, every piece, every single piece, I couldn't, t- I couldn't stop shooting. I just couldn't, I was, wow. I was taken by the entire experience. It was so everything it was the lighting it was the models it was the there of course it was the designs the designs were everything but just the entire production was so magnificent so beautiful that it got me crying in the middle of the show and and crying tears of joy and yeah I get it I get it I remember again I I love love this I love what I do I love what I do I'm so grateful to be here and um and like I said so that was that was getting goosebumps thinking about his designs, but that, that year was just to me, that was just magnificent. That was my year. Cause that was everything I wanted. Everything on the, on the runway was mine. Well, <laughs> I just have to say after chatting with you, I remember why I love to do what I do. It is truly, truly such a pleasure to chat with you. And obviously you are welcome back anytime, Katie. Okay. Don't say that. Even if you 
just pop up and you're like, Hey guys, <laughs> Hey guys. So yeah, I'm working on, <laughs> I'm on location. <laughs> Listen, Katie is one of those people. If you see her pop up on a live or stories or something, I'm just warning you guys now. Like she, like she is always welcome on a fashion moment anywhere, anytime. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been quite an honor for me, Kirsten. I love working with you and even more. I love a fashion moment. I'm one of your biggest fans and listeners. Oh, Katie. I can't. I can't. I'm going to, I'm going to end. Oh, let's just stop, stop, stop. Thanks so much for joining me for this week of a fashion moment. If you like what you hear, we'd love for you to join our community of listeners and spread the word about the show. We also want to hear from you. Share your favorite fashion moments and dream guests with us by sending an audio clip or email to a fashion moment podcast at gmail.com. Or you can tag us on Instagram at a fashion moment and you could be featured on next week's episode. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and let us know what you think. Until then, see you next time for another fashion moment. Podcast production by Rebecca Rashid and John Taylor Williams. Digital media production by Megan Porras. This recording carries a Creative Commons 4.0 international license. Thanks to Patrick Patrickios for their song, Hot Coffee.